Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Bit Boys podcast. Um, we got the same boys again, always the same boys. Got myself, Tube Sock, the White Dingo. Um, thanks for tuning in again. And if you're returning, uh, leave a like. Uh, let us know what you want to see in the future. Today, we'll be doing Star Wars and just doing another tier list. Tier lists are great. I love tier lists. It's great for content creating. I know, it's so easy. You it's like, wow, find a list. I want to tell people what I think. Of. <laughs> <laughs> They're also simple and yeah, simple in making and understanding, you know? Yeah, they are, which is great. So, yeah, today we're just doing the nine episodes, including Solo and Rogue One. Yeah, we're going to rate them all. We're going to put them all up there. Oh, crap, I had them all organized. No, they're not. Oh, boy. Oh, well, I'll find them. Doesn't matter. All right, and if for some reason you're still here, just leave a like, share, subscribe. Like and subscribe. We want to get, one day we want to be sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends so that yeah. we can tell them no. <laughs> one, that's our goal. <laughs> our goal is just to get sponsored by Raid Shadow Once Legends. Once that happens, we're, we're done. No more podcasts. We've, re- so we've reached the here. peak. If you want us out of here, God, get us there. <laughs> if you want us out of here, get us that sponsorship from Raid Shadow Legends. Once again, boom. I can imagine that ad with us three. Why? why? <laughs> mine got mixed up too. Oh, wait. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I Only oh. one of mine moved. That's it. That's fine. We can whatever, figure it whatever. out. We, we'll, we'll know which ones to pick. I mean, Xavier's going to say it, so. What have you guys been doing lately? I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, I've been shoveling snow. No, you haven't. I've been shoveling snow. Oh. <laughs> I got confused. <laughs> um, I've been making lots of steaks, actually. Yep. Yep. I've been making some T-bones, some ribeyes. Um, that's about it so far. Does you know, it, I like... I, I've been what? sick. Oh, you I have? have been sick. Yep, I got the flu. I have now recovered basically almost 100%. Okay. And that was a week ago. So, anyway, week. Let me... Sick. Okay, we play games almost every single night. We're on comms, talking to each other. And not once, not once did you ever mention that you were sick. Well, do you remember the, la- the last weekend when I didn't, like, get on anything? I was in bed. Ugh, very sick. I think I mentioned it myself. I'm like, Eric's dying in his room. <laughs> <laughs> like literally it was it was exactly a week ago because it was my last day off from both of my jobs and i was like all right today's my day off i'm just gonna relax and as i'm laying back watching disney plus out of nowhere a cough and i'm like wow, that was so random and it doesn't even take like two hours later and i'm like dying i can't even get off my beanbag chair fast? it was so fast no, yeah. it hit me like yeah. a semi dude just Boom, done. And then that night, I could not sleep. It was like three days in a row that I just had no energy to get up. I finally go to work, and I'm just suffering. And now I'm finally over it. But the flu hits hard, man. It makes you feel so powerless. Powerless. So, it really what a word. does. What a way to I say it, powerless. I can't control my body. It's just like, Wait, I'm just... Uh, Eric doesn't know. show up. I just assume he's playing Mortal Kombat or Dragon Ball Fire. <laughs> like, I don't assume he's sick. And if Xavier tells him, like, I never trust what he says about you, so I don't You never tell the truth. Where's Eric? Go on. I don't know. He's dead. 
don't know something like that. Yeah, it's just exactly. So it's like, eh. it's all. It's always a wild yes, card. What's, why is Eric with us? Oh, he's probably yelling at his TV. He probably, yeah, got, probably maybe he got sick from mistakes. <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. That makes me look like a bad cook. My cooking is great. There you go. I really I'm like just yelling at Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I, I've been even making like carne asada. I've been making burgers. Oof, all of it. I made uh, I made tortillas and beans. I make a lot of tortillas. like fresh tortillas. Yeah, really. I, tortillas I, did, all the time. I didn't know you knew yeah. how. Well, it's pretty easy. You just put flour and lard and water. But even still, and like that might be too much for some people. It is too much for some people. Eight <laughs> no, simple, less of that. but you have to wait forty-five minutes before you actually roll them. So I mean, it's hard. Dude, my grandma, she had a little business, like, selling tortillas. Like, she had the factory. She had the machine, the assembly line. She had ladies just, like, there. Oh, it is. It is. I thought about doing that, but it is so much work just making. Tw- it takes me, like, two hours to make 20 tortillas. And it's just Dang. not worth it. Like, you'd have to sell them for so much to make any money. So, right. yeah. I mean, if I, like, quadrupled the batch, I could probably make, like, Fifty in two hours. But Fifty in two hours. Wow. Still, that's so much. And then, that's what, a lot that's of like work for quantity. Four dozen, and then you could probably sell them for like five or ten, five bucks a dozen. We want to make twenty bucks. <laughs> twenty bucks. <laughs> it's like ten dollars an hour. Yeah, a dollar an hour. It's <laughs> not worth it. Just no. So I thought about that, and then it's like, eh, I don't know. So. I like making steak. I like steaks. I just never go out and buy the meat to cook myself. I usually when we see steak, it's on sale. Yeah, usually. I just don't do it. Yeah, I. I also I, don't do the shopping. I get the bundles, you know, two of them for like fifteen, twenty, whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is amazing. See, because Ariel makes all of her like she makes like really thought out, well planned meal plans and such. So she's like, I'm eating this these days of the week, and I'm making all these foods. And she goes, what do you want? And I go, I don't know, I'll just eat what's left over. And then so I ended up just making, like, I'm like, what do I want for lunch? And I opened the fridge, and I'm like, oh, there's leftover corn dogs. Like, oh, there's, I've got some Ariel left in some meat. I'll just throw some pasta together or something. So that's what I do. And I don't really plan my so meals out. I don't she really eats think. the good, fresh stuff, and you just come by like a scavenger. Just like, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a breakfast sandwich every single morning. I do. I prepare those every morning. I so on the weekends, I prepare two weeks worth of breakfast sandwiches, and then I put them in the fridge. One batch in the freezer. One wait, in the wait, fridge. wait, wait. Two weeks worth of breakfast sandwiches. Ten breakfast sandwiches. Yeah, one each. One each day, and then weekends. I don't. I just spend for myself somehow. Cereal, pancakes. What do you do? Whatever. Just nuke them. Nuke. Yeah. Put them in the microwave for a minute. You're good to go. Sausage, egg, cheese. See, I'd rather just have it fresh. You know how hard I'm not making a freaking sausage patty and eggs every single morning. It's a minute or it's 30 minutes. (laughs) 30 minutes. (laughs) Cereal, boom. Good cereal. Actually, you know how much sugar is in cereal? I just learned this. That's the thing. There's a lot of sugar. It's like even, even like... Honey Nut Cheerios, just loaded with sugar. I'm like, wow, my childhood ruined. Yeah, the only ones that we saw that had, like, low sugar was regular Cheerios, and no one, 
really Definitely enjoys cool. that unless there's other stuff in it. So. <laughs> yeah, that's why I do that. Because I can eat one, and then I don't eat again until like 6 o'clock. Like, that's, I eat one breakfast sandwich, and I'm good for the whole day. So, I'm fine. You eat one breakfast sandwich that you made two weeks ago, and yes. you're good for the whole day. <laughs> I'm good for the whole day, yep. That's my one meal. I eat, that's my breakfast and lunch. And Welcome dinner rolls around. I'll eat pasta. Um, I'll eat what I made. Like, if I made beans and tortillas, I'll throw a quesadilla or some burritos together. Yesterday, I fried up some chimichangas. So. The beauty of the microwave. You don't fry chimichangas <laughs> in a microwave? Well, I mean, this breakfast sandwich, you oh, wouldn't yes. be able to do it without a microwave. <laughs> It's true. It's true. I don't even know when's the last time I used my microwave, to be honest. I use it all the time. We're going to reheat food. Yeah. You don't have leftovers? No, I don't do leftovers, really. You don't do leftovers? <laughs> if it, if I, I usually finish it all, and if I don't... Well, I, I make food to with the idea of... I'm gonna, this is going to be three or four meals. See, I make food, and it's like, wow, this is like two, three meals. I'm going to eat it all right now and eat later. (laughs) Usually my use of the microwave is something like a burrito, a frozen burrito. I'm like, hey, I got this. I'm going to warm that up now. I'm surprised there's actually food in your apartment. There is. (laughs) Two heat up in the microwave. (laughs) There is. There's some. 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 Enough. (laughs) Enough to warm up. Enough to, to go. Have a reason to have a microwave. Okay. <laughs> I think there's enough. Usually, you'll find um, like, well, you'll find milk, a carton of eggs. You'll find Kraft singles forever. I don't know why. I don't buy them. They're just there. I, I love. They're just there. There's never any mayo there. for some reason. I am all about. Kraft Eric's singles. like eating up by the spoonful. I'm not even using that Someone's much mayo. Someone's eating all the mayo. But We've gone through three things gotta already. Be, gotta be the other one. I don't know, man. I don't know. Find <laughs> some stale cereal. Sometimes there's bread. Sometimes there's not. And sometimes there's blue milk. Blue milk? Like in Star Wars. Blueberry milk? I'm trying oh, to tie it bro. over. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes Mark Hamill's just in my kitchen drinking blue milk. I don't know why. Straight from the source. Straight from the <laughs> Straight source. From... Eric's sitting there on the counter. Ew. <laughs> oh, Eric. So that's where it comes from. <laughs> so well, it does make sense because in every movie, Eric is always the creature thing. So yes. Hey, hey it's Eric. Hey, Eric. Hotini. <laughs> oh, I'm a Jawa a little, now. That was a little too good. <laughs> that was. Watched the Mandalorian recently again, like you know, episode two or whatever. You got them all everywhere. Yeah, that's great. Teeny. Yeah, I can't even see that. All right. Star Wars. Star Wars. Episode yay. four. Okay, 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 okay. Episode four. The thing that started off this whole thing, our boy George over here. He's like, man, I got this idea. And he makes this like space opera for us, and then now we have it. Um, is it S A B D? I got S A B D. And Wait, C. C. C D. You think B-C-D. New Hope is a C? B C D. Oh, what do we throw it up as? Yeah, yeah. Ah. Uh, I'll, I'll put it as. I'll put it as an A. An A. 
Yeah. So, 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 so why, why is that like an S? Like, and why? If I had to pick okay. episode four, I would put it under. B. Well, well, what do we get in episode four? We That's get, me though. We get Luke. Okay. We get the. We get the milk. No, we get we get we get yes we get no not the blue milk oh well we we do get blue milk and we get <laughs> Luke with his milk it establishes he likes milk and then we get yeah. like Obi Wan space wizard then we get like this 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 scumbag Han and we get a princess and then we get some droids and we get a death balls I think death the star. good thing <laughs> that the I think episode four does pretty well in its pacing. You know, you don't sit there a lot. A lot of things happen really quickly, you know. You have everything that happens out, you know, with the plans at the beginning. Moves very quickly to the droids on Tatooine looking for Ben and run into Luke. You know, it's really quickly moving along the whole story. And you get to the Death Star with what seems like an hour. You're already at this huge space station already out of nowhere talking about, you know, the Force and all this stuff. So I think... I think Episode four does very well in its pacing. It's a long movie. It feels like two movies in one. It does. You've got the first movie, which is Luke, you know, discovering the Jedi, going out to the space station to save the princess, and that's mm-hmm. movie one. Saving the princess is movie one. Movie two is destroying the Death Star. It, there, you could honestly take a break after they pick up Princess Leia, turn it off, come back later, and be like, "Oh, this is a new movie." So, yeah, I do feel whammy. like. It, I almost yeah. feel like I get tired of watching the uh, A New Hope after we save Princess Leia. Usually, that's when I want to actually stop watching Episode Four. I usually yes. get bored at that point. That's why I put it as an A because I get bored watching it. Honestly. That's why I was thinking. Yeah, I guess. I guess and A is suitable. Are we comparing suitable. this? To, this is this is so within this realm of movies, we are solely taking out all other existences. And stories, except for Star Wars, right? We're not comparing these to other films. We're just this is right. strictly Star Wars in relation to other Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I just because if we're comparing them to other films, then I'm putting it lower. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> and it's just Star Wars, I guess. Just yeah, Star, Star Wars, Wars compared to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep it simple. Okay. 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 So right. a let's slap it there. Move on to freaking Empire Strikes Back. Empire, uh, this is my S vote here, and I think that's kind of agreed upon by most people that Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars movie. Um, so we get the Battle of Hoth, we get yeah, Luke training, fantastic. we get Sky City, He's we get <laughs> classic like Luke, I'm your father. Do we have a space battle? No, there is no space battle. Yeah, no space really. battle. You have Betrayal There's of Lando, you have Boba of, Fett, yeah. you have, um, I guess, Jabba the Hutt's technically after Han at this yeah. point. The space battle technically happens on Hoth because you've got the snowspeeders. Yeah. So. I think what Empire Strikes Back does well in is, like, they make the story um, escalate very quickly. And since yeah. we already have a great understanding of who the characters are and their relations between each other, you know, you know, their friendships and all that, it, was, it makes it very easy to follow what is happening. Where, you know, the introduction and all the story elements, the beginning story elements, at least, of the Star Wars mm-hmm. universe is already, you know, 
it's already taken care of. It's already fixed. It was on the first, you know, fourth episode. Yeah, it doesn't so have now to waste we can any just... time with exactly. world building. Yep. It's, We're it's already just going into, into the next thing. Yeah. Hoth. Boom, 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 boom. So it gets Yoda. straight into developing the characters and the relationships. And so you've got Hoth. And then at that point, Han is like, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm not in the rebellion anymore. I, I helped you guys out. See ya. Yeah. He's about to leave, and then Darth Vader finds them, and then he's forced to stay because Leia is he's the only way to get Leia out of Hoth. Because mm-hmm. they're both stuck on the ship, right? And they fix it just in time. And then they get out there, you know, fly away. And then they get stuck in the asteroid field. And then this event kind of forces Han and Leia to come closer and actually actually develop their relationship on screen as opposed to off screen. Because I think there's a there's a bit of a time jump between four and five. I don't think it's very long, but it's long enough for the rebels to relocate their, their, their entire, entire base. base. Yeah. Right. And they were looking for this base, and finally they find it. Then yeah. Luke ends up in Dagobah, trains with Yoda, and then the whole fight between How Vader and How long was he Luke. there, training with him? I can't remember. months, I think. Mm. It seems to be a very, like uh, quite a long time. Um, I know super long. I know there is a quite a jump between five and six. Yes, there is. I know there's a jump there. Luke goes to Dagobah for a long time, and I think what makes this movie better than the rest of them is the choices that the characters have to make. So Luke is forced to choose between confronting the dark side too early in his training, and potentially letting his friends die. And then Luke goes to try and help his friends, really doesn't accomplish anything, gets his hand cut off, and puts his friends in more danger. Whereas, even if he didn't show up, they would have been fine without him showing up. Like, Luke, Luke doesn't really help Leia and Han get away. Lando helps Leia get away by sacrificing Han, but Luke doesn't really participate in that. Leia and Chewie have to come, Leia, Lando, and Chewie have to come to Luke's rescue after he confronts Darth Vader too early yeah. mm-hmm. and fails. So this movie is very much the hero's failing. Han fails because he trusts in an old friend who was untrustworthy in the first place. And then, which Lando goes through like a crazy redemption arc in like five seconds. <laughs> He's like, good guy, bad guy, good guy. All within like 20 minutes. And then, so oh, I think do. that's why this is a great, better movie because it puts our characters in situations where they have to make hard decisions, and then the decisions they make are bad ones, and they get punished for it. And we see that our characters aren't immune to failure. Which I think a lot of movies and are stories... Are scared to do that? Yeah, even in the Star Wars universe, compared to the other movies, they're scared to show failure. Uh, not really Rogue One. Rogue One's all about failure. That's <laughs> 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 only failure. But, um, knows episode one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all but about failure. That's in a dumb way. Um, <laughs> but this is but this is about failing while still succeeding at the same time. I think this tells the best story of Star Wars of the connections between the families. Like, uh, just imagine the the weight of watching these for the first time, not knowing the twists, and then Darth Vader's this huge badass, crazy evil overlord, and then you learn that our hero is the son of this guy, and then so Luke has to face. Not only learning that the most evil person in the universe is his dad, 
but he's also on the same path. He's the same path that his dad took, and so Luke has forced to face. Am I going to become my father? Am I going to become just as evil as him? And so it poses a lot of interesting story elements and plots into the into the right. universe. And the characters make good decisions. The story is paced well. The special effects are great. It just it has the best engagement, I think, and it's not boring at any point. Unlike both four and six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. We can put that in S. Alright, let's move on to Six. Six, huh? the so, now I definitely think that the beginning of this movie it's like the opposite of uh, episode four where I I lose a lot of interest at the beginning of episode six and it picks up more uh, at the end for me um, yeah the it, whole job of the hut part it just seems so extra. Strong. It's they extra. Added, I don't know. It, I think the purpose of it is to show how capable Luke is now, but it does take mm-hmm. a long time to it's just too long. present it, you know? He's fighting a Rancor, and at the bottom, he's you know, captured cool, still, finally gets out. He of, makes a plan, know. and he saves everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But the fight between him and the Rancor is kind of lame. A little I mean, bit. as a kid, it was probably cool in the 70s. You look back you know, now, and you're like, ew, ew. Yeah, it's lame. It's nothing like the, the lightsaber battles we got in Empire Strikes Back. Like, that's an exciting fight between Luke and Darth Vader. It's not real flashy like we get in the later scenes, but it's still, it's really tense because you really, like, Darth Vader will kill him. And you understand yeah. that Darth Vader has a group. He just shoved Han into a carbon bath, didn't care if whether he lives or dies. He's like, well, he should live, hopefully. And that, that's, that's, his, <laughs> that's his attitude. So, so he's, he's going to kill Luke and mm-hmm. so it's there's a lot of tension there whereas when Luke's fighting the Rancor it's like this really bad stop motion like you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I uh you have just I think that is the whole purpose where kind of what Xavier brought up it, the purpose is to make it so Luke you can see that Luke has grown you know he devised this plan it all worked out in the end you know, Lando was there to help undercover. Mm-hmm. Even Boba falls down, falls to his demise. Which is know, kind of like a demise. meh death for him. Yeah, Boba deserved more of a epic ending than that. Um, he wasn't shown that much anyway, but still, yeah. there's a reason Boba Fett is a, you know, considered favorite amongst the Star he, Wars fans. He looked cool and had no lines. That's really it. I don't know why people were he so attached to him, really. He had, like, two lines in episode five, and I'm he, pretty sure that's it. Yeah, he's not... He doesn't really do anything. So, I, don't know. I think because he caught Han Solo, kind it's of. Ma- he has a Mandalorian ma- helmet. You know, thinking back to my <laughs> childhood, I think people were more attached to Django than they were Boba. Yeah, <laughs> like, people, people liked Boba because of Django, in our age group, at least. Mm-hmm. I don't know how fighting Obi-Wan, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a cool fight. Die to Mace Windu. <laughs> anyway, so episode six, though, the beginning was meh. But then it got escalated much more when the you know, space Luke battle was speaking that one, to though, Yoda. Yeah. The yes, space excellent. battle, while the ground battle happens at the same time, it's a trap. It's so cool. <laughs> it, it's really cool. I like that. That whole, because that's the whole last act of the movie, is that entire sequence where uh, Han. Oh, and the Ewoks. Let's 
you are kind of ignore them. I guess, but I guess it lasts too long, like you said. Like, there's some things that this movie dwells on, like the opening and the Ewok scenes. They're boring. Like, they just don't hold my interest. I guess as a kid, and like I said, these, these are kids' movies, by the way. Yeah. Like, they're made for ages 5 to 14. That's the target audience. And so, it, as a kid, yeah, I guess that's, they sell toys, and that's cool. But as an adult, it's just not as engaging. So I, I think Jedi goes B. I guess I, I, I could understand that. There are two, there's a lot of moments where it just seems like it's dwelling too much. Yeah. Uh, the, only be- the only good parts to episode six to me is when Yoda is speaking to Luke on Dagobah on his final moments about, you know, he has a sister. And that, yes, mm-hmm. it's true that Vader is his father. And then when Luke finally confronts them at the end, um, also you meet Palpatine for the first time in episode six, I believe. You actually yeah. meet him and He's a scary in the flesh. He, looks, he actually looks intimidating. And you're like, yeah. holy crap, there's someone above Vader. Like, that's freaking scary. Uh, and then, yeah, I think those are basically the good parts. The space battle and, you know, battle on Endor. Yeah, there's a lot it's of cool to have those, the, the contrast, you know, the big deal mm-hmm. fights happening. But I think those are the only things that really pull that movie together. Yeah, there's a lot of good parts, but there's also a lot that just it just doesn't belong, and it seems like it's there just to, like I said, appeal to children. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. especially in the recut versions with that stupid song with that and that like what? crazy woman that sings. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking sings. about. Now. I know yes. what you're talking about. It, it added in. It wasn't there in the original cuts, but they just added it in for no reason. It's so bad. It's it's disgusting. Do you remember so much? Um, when at the very end of the movie, when you see like the the, the force ghosts. ghosts, and you're like, who is yeah. that third person? And it's like, it's <laughs> Anakin. And you're like, who is that? But then they redo it, and then they actually put Hayden Christensen in, and they're like, yeah. oh look, it's Anakin. But before I was like, who the frick's that guy? When I was a little kid. I thought that, because um, I had watched Return of the Jedi, but I didn't really pay attention to Force Ghosts. And then I watched it again after watching like episode three, and I had thought that they cast Hayden Christensen because they, he looked like the Force Ghost for Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I was gosh. like, that's really cool that they got the guy to look the same. Because <laughs> then my kid brain, like, you can't, like... You can't this was like, made first, like, so there's no way. Yeah. There's no way that they could change it. <laughs> yeah, that was in my mind. Like, you can't change things Great. after it's done. <laughs> That's so, funny. Yeah. And I'm, I know better now. Oh. <laughs> Oof. Now, let's see. <sighs> okay, Here let's we go. Episode one. The <laughs> Phantom in this. Oof. Is there something lower than D? <laughs> <laughs> so, so why, why? I just want to hear you say it. Why do you give this a D? It's okay. It's just so bland. It bland, bland or bland. Is there a D in that word? There oh, is one matter. good moment in the movie for me. There's only one entertaining moment, and that is the end Jedi battle between Maul and Obi Wan. Well, that's and, easy. That is, and that's it. That is. Yeah. That's the that only entertaining part moment. to me. What about the whole pod race thing? Like the like, pod. Okay. It's pretty. I never liked it. It's a side cool. quest. That's that is. I okay, never liked but, it. Okay, alone, pod racing is really cool. It is. In Star Wars, in a Star Wars movie, it's a huge waste of time. 
But like, and they got a really good game out of it. And on N sixty four, the pod racing game, that game was Ooh. fantastic. So that game was hard. It was very so well fun. known, very well known game too. Yeah, and so well known. everyone knows it. That's well just known. that's the best thing that's come out of episode one is that game. So the pod racing thing, I'll forgive the pod racing, and it's also a really cool thing to watch. So it's kind of a tense scene, but it does it has no impact on the story whatsoever. It, it I understand and, it. Like he needs to win. So you can, you know, get out of the tattooing and whatnot. But, like, yeah, but it takes such a long time to do that. That it's <laughs> yeah, like, I... why, why why are we still here? It's the same thing as the Jabba the Hutt thing from episode six. It's yeah. a huge thing. Like, we understand this has to happen. But this doesn't have to be an hour long. Or the to casino to the scene story. Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, we don't need this scene. <laughs> this can be condensed so much, exactly. so much less. Exactly. And, and still have the same impact. What what ha- that happens in one of these later shows? It's like we need to go do something. Oh, I have it now. What is it? I think it's like in either eight or nine, or it's in seven. What do you, what do you mean? It's, oh, it's like something nine. important Isn't needs to happen. Episode nine, they need to grab this uh, um this thing to find the planet. I don't know. I can't remember. Was the knife for the holocron? Something like that, friend. but it's like resolved like instantly. In nine. <laughs> it's like, hey, we need to go get this, and instead of doing the whole pod racing or job they of the hut, it. it's just like, hey, look, <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> oh yeah, like they go to find the uh... episode nine. Uh, yeah, like they get to the thing and they have the knife, and then they're like, oh yeah, how do I use this? Oh wait, I know. <laughs> like, how did they know that? Whatever, there's, there's problems. Whatever, it doesn't matter. We'll, get there. There we'll, get, we'll there. get there. We'll get there. Episode one. My biggest problem with episode one is that nothing happens on purpose. Everything they do is an accident. And just, just like, is a happy little accident. Like so they're, It's a very um, reactionary movie, very passive. Yeah. Like, it opens up, and they're in the trade ship for whatever reason, because I guess Jedi hate capitalism, and they go in to... to Stop them because they have a blockade against Naboo. Who cares? Nobody. But it's an excuse to make Jedi go and kill some droids. Not actual people. Because you can't kill people anymore. You can only kill droids. Um, mm-hmm. But because children can't see creatures dying. They can only see droids. Anyway. And then they like their ship gets hurt or something. And then they Hyperdrive. have to land on Tatooine for whatever reason. Not on purpose, but on accident. And they just happen to run into Anakin. And Anakin's like, oh, I can do a pod race to get us out of here. And then they do the pod race. And then they go to the money and his freedom. Yeah, and then Anakin... Don't forget the midichlorians. Oh, that doesn't matter. (laughs) Anakin accidentally flies the ship and blows up the entire, like, fleet accidentally. And then Jar Jar accidentally wins the fight by just accidentally running into balls and shooting things and C-3PO accidentally gets his head stuck on a droid. There's so many stupid accidents that happen in this movie that don't make any sense. Or there's no purpose. It's like, why can't the characters just be the ones that are doing things instead of stuff happening to them? Like, characters don't take action in this movie. Things happen to them and then they react to it or they don't even react to it. They just let it happen and it happens. Like Anakin, ooh, I guess I'm flying a ship now. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's on I think, autopilot. I think Liam Neeson just did the best he could, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, With what sure. he had. 
it was a pain to have to watch that movie again, and I hope I never have to do ever again. Yeah. Just the ending fight was good, it. and I yes. think for you me, I feel like the entire movie was just a reason. It was just an excuse to find Anakin, and that's how is, I is see that the entire movie. Just, I think that's it. That's where's his origin? The the movie's yeah, because there's there's a bunch of senator, you know, Senate stuff that's happening, but the, everything that happens to the Senate is completely unrelated to Episode Two. They it's yes. all completely moved aside. The Chancellor has nothing to do with anything. Even the undercover Queen Amadala, you know, dies immediately at the beginning of Episode Two, so she's not important. <laughs> so you know, yep. just all these things from Episode One. The only thing that matters is that Obi-Wan is training Anakin. That's yep. all that matters. So you can literally just never watch episode one and miss absolutely nothing from the whole Star Wars canon. You just go yep. straight into episode two, and then you're fine. The worst part of episode one is that Jar Jar ended up in two and three. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway. I, I, I can agree with D just because it's just, it seems like the entire movie is pointless. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah, that's why I asked if we were lower so, than D. So, there you go. Alright, let's move on. Epis episode 2. <sighs> episode 2. Attack of the Clones. Like, I haven't seen it in a while, but... The uh, best... I, I was pretty entertained with it as a kid. As no, a... it's entertaining. This is a... There's a reason we have prequel memes. Because they're fan... Because these movies are we so memeable. We got memeable. sand. <laughs> the, yes. This is the episode where sand is everywhere. So, <laughs> it's sand. Um, I don't like sand. It's coarse. It's rough. It gets everywhere. <laughs> I think the one part that I just can't stand from episode two is the romance of it. That oh, is very, so very. It's very cringy and very hard to watch. What are you um, talking about? They're like running through fields and stuff. Yeah, it's so oh, dumb. It's really, really bad it, dialogue. It's really, really bad. People who are in love don't run through fields. Pretty. No. It just doesn't seem. It's not real. I don't know. It's, it doesn't, it doesn't like, seem real. They're like trying to make some Shakespearean Romeo and Juliet kind of romance out of this. Like, oh, forbidden love. We're not supposed to fall in love. So do the Jedi just trust Anakin? Hey, um, I know you never actually like heard of us ever until like, you know, yesterday. But like, don't let your hormones get the better of you for this hot mama over here. <laughs> we're going to sign you to her. Just don't like her. Um, and we're not going to supervise you either. <laughs> it's so dumb they're setting him up to fail they are they are the whole time they're setting him up to fail the jedi in this movie are stupid they're all dumb and the jedi council is stupid in the first place they just like they're all jedi they're all order. boomers in their mentality well there is a big problem in actually like the jedi order like the the jedi order is corrupt in yeah. the in these episodes, like they in two and three, they, they are technically are corrupt. They're yeah. trying to do what's you know, Jedi are supposed to be keepers of the peace, and they think the way to keep the peace is by upholding the Republic, and that is not mm -hmm. what being a Jedi means. So they're yeah. corrupting themselves. But they mention it in three. That, but, you yeah. have to watch the Clone Wars series. That helps. You us have to it. get into the Star Wars like lore and fan and stuff you don't really get that from episode two that's true you just they try they try they try to beat it over that you're over your head but it's just so poorly done and there's so many distractions with the stupid romance and like all the stuff that oh, 
we don't see Anakin and Obi-Wan go on cool adventures. We hear them talk about their cool adventures. They don't actually go on any cool adventures. You just see mm-hmm. Anakin and Padme making googly eyes at each other for two hours. And then the Jedi Order sitting in their little circle going, Oh, no, you cannot do this. Or, yes, you can do this. And not actually doing anything. <laughs> so it's like these Jedi don't actually do anything. They just talk about doing things. Right. Hmm. Or the the ploy to like kill Padme. They, <laughs> they got <laughs> Palpatine, who instructs Dooku, who instructs who Jango, who instructs one yes. of his other lackey bounty hunters, <laughs> who instructs a robot, who instructs some worms. <laughs> These ins- <laughs> to kill this senator. <laughs> to kill Padme. In the end. Um, Horn Dog oh. over here st- saves her, but yeah. Yeah. Hor- so Hor- then Hor- the worms oh. tell the robot, the tell the <laughs> bounty hunter, that tells Django, that tells Dooku, that tells Palpatine. I failed. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you fail? Well, that's this guy. I <laughs> <laughs> right. just want to pass the blame right. on to somebody else because they knew it wasn't going to work the first time. <laughs> there you go. Um, it's yeah. I think, I think this movie. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it can be, I can consider it entertaining. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's good, but it is entertaining. There is an epic clone war battle, you know, on Geonosis. You, you meet Dooku, and I think he's very underrated, but, you know, the movie doesn't do very well in making him seem, you know, intimidating. He has that fight with Yoda. It's, I mean, he kept, he is that kept up against Yoda. It is, ha- against, have we it seen Yoda defeat anyone? No, he loses every time. Yep. On screen, it's like we never see him actually. He's the best, but he, he never actually wins a duel. <laughs> he even only fights like twice in the Clone Wars series, and at least so far. And he's only fought um, droids. So <laughs> he's the best at killing so, droids, so if, man. <laughs> so if he win, if I mean, he, if he wins, he's supposed to. He bought Dooku so- and Drew. <laughs> he bought Sidious and Drew. <laughs> so yeah, I I would put two under C. Just because I, I is it a C or do we just but... slap it on D? Like, like think of the story. Is it actually like no that much it's better? Not. It's not. But it's I think true. it's a C because it has more more redeeming qualities, and we also got the Clone Wars series out of it. I think more good things have come because of Episode Two than Episode Three, and I'm basing my my rating off of that. So D, we got the the pod racing video game. But in episode two, we got the Clone Wars series. <laughs> we got the Clone Wars series. We got Obi Wan fighting Jango Fett. I'm we sure got, the, the pod racing game does not. Um, the whole factory scene with Anakin going through that—that was pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah, I remember that. So that's them trying to save Obi Wan from Count Dooku, and they're trying yeah. to go through that, and they get captured. So I think there's more redeeming qualities of episode two. The story-wise, it's it's like the same levels as Phantom Menace. But the other things in the movie, like, let's be honest, Star Wars doesn't have a great story in the first place. Most of these movies have really straightforward or dumb plots. But it's always like, go get that droid. Exactly. It's always, Gotta go always, save this person. It's always fetch quests, and then things kind of just fall into place. Yeah. So Usually by accident. Yeah, usually by <laughs> accident. And that's why, that's why Empire Strikes Back 
and A New Hope are kind of better than the rest of them because things don't just happen by accident. They happen because there's a it's reason. It's more like for it. they decide. They have a lot yeah. more decision making than. Like, one of the really cool things is episode, in A New Hope, they get away from the Death Star. And they're like, yeah, we got away. That's so cool. And Han's like, what are you idiots? They let us get away. Obviously, you're not going to get away from that place. And then Darth Vader's like, did you get the tracking beacon set in place? And you're like, oh. So, like, there's reasons for that Ruh-roh. to happen. Like, they don't get away because of an accident. They get away because it's on purpose. Because Darth Vader wants them to lead them to the clone base, or the rebel base. Yeah. There's a whole, like, there's all this purpose behind this stuff. Whereas in episode one, two, even some of the Return of the Jedi, things just happen. So, well, Return of, the not, Return of the Jedi is not as guilty of it, but two and one. Like, things just happen because George Lucas said they would happen. Not because the plot and the story wanted them to happen. Or they happened just because the plot was going that direction. Right. Like, like, oh, there's clones because we need someone to fight the droids. And we can't have people dying because that's bad. You know? So. Yeah. So now we got episode three. Episode three. S plus, boy. (laughs) (laughs) This for meme meme alone. I personally have a soft spot for episode three. Me too. I like. I would put. I don't know where I'd put it. (sighs) I think it's a C. But I think it's a B. Is S plus. I would put. I'll concede. I'll concede B. I'll put episode three on B. Yeah. (laughs) Because yeah, I mean, this thing. I don't know. One time, Tube and I, we we were sitting in my living room, and we literally just popped it in, fast forward through all of it, and and then let it play through all the fighting scenes. It was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> there's so much fighting in this movie. Oh, the and... General Grievous fight. The hello there. Hello yes, there. The, the Anakin and Obi Wan fight. The Yoda fights the clones. The clones. The Yoda versus yep. the Emperor. You ha- oh. even have at the beginning Anakin versus Dooku. And you Anakin versus yeah. the younglings. Anakin, oh, oh, no. One. <laughs> Mace, Mace fights Mace the Insidious. Emperor. That's an epic one, oh, too. He the even, oh, yeah. Wait, hold on. Palpatine also faces off four masters and immediately deletes three of them. Yeah. That happens in the original like story. And in the original story, he brutally kills them, like slashes the neck. Lightsaber through the forehead, but you know we can't do that in the movies because that's no. too that's too gory. No, we can't do yep. that. We just go. Whoosh, whoosh, done. Yeah, I think it's a for <laughs> spectacle what? alone a good B. You get a good. You, we get a nice. I mean, the story again isn't that great, but like what we're comparing it to to the other movies, it's it's exactly what we'd expect out of a Star Wars film. You can't slap it in there next to Clone Wars. It's it's no, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not the same. It's it's better. It's just where it falls flat is like, you know, the in between the fights. Yeah, yeah. It's like this whole like Anakin turning. It's like he he wouldn't have turned if like the Jedi were being so stupid, you know? If they would have actually like mentored him. He's like, you're on the council, but you're not on the council. He's like, you can sit, but, you know, don't talk. <laughs> Let the adults yeah. talk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to come help you defeat the, the the Sith Lord. Mace is like, no, there's too much confusion. Fusion. I want you to go home. And it's like, um, 
he he is Hello? super stressed and anxious. Like he lost his mother in the last episode. He is a, about to lose someone else that he loves, Padme, because you know he can foresee her death for some reason. Um, he is being like told to not do anything all the time. He can't be advanced to a master. He his whole life is just like going downhill, or it's like plateau or just being yeah it's so it's like he he wants to move forward but he no one's letting him and the only person that will listen to him is sidious and so like naturally he's like okay you're gonna help me out and save my girlfriend and let me get you know super powerful that's cool because the jedi won't let me do it uh so i'll go with you so it's like and i I feel like that is an interesting story but it's unfortunate that it happens you know it's like Oh, in the midst of the rest of it all, because as kids we're like the Jedi are good, and they yes. do good things and they're good people, and then we're like, you know, we look back and we're like, eh, the Jedi's are pretty stupid. <laughs> That's the thing, though. They're stupid. They're not. They're not. It doesn't seem like they're misguided. It doesn't seem like they're caught up in politics. It seems like they're dumb. But that's the problem with like this movie has has a lot of potential, and change a few things, and it's it goes. It's a really great film. Change it goes It'll to A, a or of... even S if they do it right. Yeah, but because the intrigue of a young Jedi who's extremely powerful being neglected and held back by the antiquated and um, like old traditions of a failing order is really interesting. And so you see this this young boy who has been mentored by this person and they become best friends brothers you're a brother you know yeah and it's like great great meme they say all of these things in the movie and the dialogue says this stuff but we don't really as like viewers we don't really feel the weight of it because we don't see that relationship things yeah we don't really see those things on screen we just see people talking about them and that's the biggest problem is we see the jedi are you know, there, there's a there's a darkness in our vision. We can't see as well. It's like, well, we don't really see that. We just hear you talking about it. Like, let's see the Jedi being corrupt. Let's see them do something. Let's just not have them telling Anakin to do one thing or another. Let's get some more in-depth looks at what the Jedi are doing wrong. How how are other Jedi pupils being like held back? How are other ones taking their training? Why is there no other younglings? Padawans in this movie that Anakin's interacting with mm-hmm. that either that he's talking with him like hey there's something going on here with the Jedi like I think there's they're misguided I think there's a better way and the other Padawan are, are like no Anakin that's not right or some of them are like yeah that's pretty cool that's interesting like there's a lot of ways you could take this where we could show this uprising in within the Jedi and An- the Anakin leads to try and bring balance to the Jedi, but then he's tricked by Sidious in this uprising. To he's like Sidious is like, well, I can help you bring balance to the Force. Or his motivation isn't necessarily to save this bad relationship he has, but to fulfill his destiny as the Chosen One. But mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of cool things you could do with that. But like I said, they talk about these things, but they don't actually show them in the movie. Yeah, right. So. Uh, yeah, it gets a. I, I, I'm fine with pointing it at B simply because the spectacle of it all is cool and it's memeable mm-hmm. and there's fun. It's stuff. the only movie that I actually saw in theater, like both besides yeah. the later ones, you know. 
but like you know, I was, I'm, we're too young to you know maybe Eric's not. Yeah, I don't know. he was there for <laughs> hope. He's like <laughs> New Hope. <laughs> I actually remember Clone Wars being in the movies. I just don't remember. I do. I remember all of them. Um, I, I would say that the episode three is does feel better after watching mm-hmm. the Clone Wars series because I'm the only one amongst us three that has actually watched the entire Clone Wars anime mm-hmm. series, mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's uh, Anakin actually has a Padawan. And she's actually very relative to the story. Unfortunately, she's not in episode three because um, they they, the they just they didn't want to they didn't want to put her in there in the movie simply because putting her in there would be would totally just throw off everyone because everyone would be like, what the heck? Why does he have a Padawan out of nowhere and all this like stuff? You know, Which it would be even more. Conf- <laughs> it is easily explainable, <laughs> but it would confuse people or whatever. And so I think it would just um, add another weird loose end. You know, well then they just cut yeah. something out. And so that's why they and they add something better. That's but now they're adding the now they're adding the final season to Clone Wars, and now in this season supposed to be a tie-in between Episode Three and the Clone Wars. Like it's actually supposed to share scenes from the Episode Three in the season, so it's supposed to be really good tie-in. So I'm hoping that's the case. But either way, I think Episode Three belongs in B strictly because I think it deserves it. I guess. More than the uh, other two. I think it, as it, comparing <laughs> to other Star Wars movies, yeah, it's a nice cap on a on a, on a meme. It's it's a great, it's incredibly memeable. It's it's got some great scenes. Potentially in it. the most memeable of yeah. all of them. The so. entertainment factor of Episode Three, of of all the movies, yeah, I think I'd it's probably, the best one. I'd probably watch Episode Three more than any of the other ones, simply mm-hmm. because of all the funny things that happen in it. You've it's got great. the Darth Sidious speech. You've got the whole interaction between Obi Wan and Anakin, which is so great. Darth um, Plagueis the Wise. <laughs> yeah, there's just there's a lot of good things. There's a lot of fun things that happen in this movie. Great. So. That's that's my. We've talked about this one for a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Episode seven. <laughs> uh, no, we've got yeah seven. We're going in release order. Right. Seven. Force Awakens. Do you guys remember like sitting in the theaters and you just see this trailer and like yes. no way? Yeah. It's like a desert. And then you see like Finn stand up and like, wait a minute, what is this? Who is this guy? And then you have a platform. TIE fighter noise, is that what happens? And then you're like, no way. And then you see the Milan Falcon. And then you're like, no way. Yeah. It was, was it was a moment. Brilliant. Yeah, it was a that was a crazy feeling. So the three, see, the three of us... To think that Star Wars is not over. You we, know? We, just, like, waited, like, what, seven, eight hours? Yeah. We in were, in line. The mid-range releases were a thing. Yeah. yeah. Back, that was, like, the last time it was a thing, too. Yeah. There's a few... Yeah, there's a few after that we went to, but... We watched this one. That was a great, great time. This was so fun to watch. I loved watching these three, the last three movies in the theaters... It was just really fun. So mm-hmm. definitely fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, can... I'm sure it was that's the same feeling that like our mm-hmm. parents had when they watched four, five, and six. You know? Mm-hmm. Seeing like the Makes Star sense. Wars just like logo just appear on screen with like the trumpets. And, like, whoa, this is Star Wars. It's a it's yeah. an experience. It is an experience, which is I think all of these movies do are done justice a lot more on the big screen than watching them from at home. Mm-hmm. And I think at home, they start to fall apart a bit more. 
Yeah. But on the big screen, like watching, I, m- I remember I went back when before Disney acquired Lucasfilms, they were re-releasing the prequels in 3D. And so I went back and I watched episode one. It's still bad, but it was really fun to watch it on the big screen in at an older age to really like understand, you know, like oh the sounds better, the, the screen quality, all that stuff, and it was cool. It's terrible, but it was still really fun, and it's like a, it's an experience. Mm-hmm. And so if you get an opportunity to watch any of these on the big screen, I, I recommend it just because it's that's where they're meant to be seen. They're blockbuster films. They're movies yeah. that are meant to be seen in movie theaters. With the big sounds and the big screens and yeah, big mamas. Yeah, never mind. Um, so <laughs> episode seven. Uh, I like A. It's it's a, a new hope with new characters. It literally, and there's is nothing wrong with hope. that. I, Star Wars only works in one way, and that's if you follow the formula that the originals have. And so it, this follows it to the T, and it's does it great. And I have no problems with it being a clone. My, my only thing with it is just Ray. You no, know, Ray's flat. I don't like her because she's. I a think woman. out of all no, the characters, no, no, <laughs> no, no Ray no. is by far the most. I just, I just lame didn't like her. Out of all of them, even even though now we know that she's Palpatine apparently, but like Which, then spoilers by the way. I get yeah, spoilers. <laughs> too late for that. <laughs> but then we're like, why is she like more powerful than like Kylo, who's had formal training? Like she, she has she's lived with a stick her whole life, and now she can use a lightsaber. You know, and, and that kind of stuff r- rubbing the wrong way. I'm like, why are you so like, like not even Anakin, who was the, the chosen one, he he was never like as gifted as Rey ever displayed in no. uh, in the movies. You Nobody know? was. Mm-hmm. Rey Rey has that. Um... Might, might as well make Rey the chosen one because Anakin yeah. he he is the most powerful Force user, but he never showed feats like Rey did. I think the they show. try to explain that in Rise of Skywalker by saying, oh, since there's only one Jedi, there's more Force to go through. <laughs> like, the Force Wait, is like... Wait, did they say that? No. They're oh, kind okay. Of, it's like, it's like force is like a, it's like a faucet or like a... If there's less money, I, I mean, less like people, I can have more of the money. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta kill people. Well, yeah, basically, there's a bunch of water running through a pipe, and when there's more people, there's more faucets running. So each pipe, each faucet has less water pressure, and when there's right. only one... Water pressure at the maximum bar. pressure. So, yeah. Okay. So if you say it like that, force. that's a bunch of BS. But whatever. Whatever. I think oh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I think Finn was cool. Um, Finn, I like Finn. Finn's the, the best character. The bait was we're like, oh wow, we're gonna have a another black force user. No, he's yeah, just a no. stormtrooper. It, it was cool though. Finn and Poe are the best characters in the sequel series they are. they're really good characters they're they're fun they're exciting they're fun to watch they have good chemistry on screen whether or not you think they're gay or not is fine but <laughs> they have they have it's, a three-way going on they have a good they have good it's chemistry its own conversation but yeah, yes just, it doesn't matter whether they are or not but they have good on-screen chemistry like when when they're together it's a fun time that's it's, it's always fun when finn and poe are playing off of each other they have good on-screen chemistry. And, and Poe is just a good of... character, too. Yeah, Poe is good. Poe is a good character. He, is a he's the character. new Han, yeah. you know, just like yeah. the fly boy. He's suave, kind of plays He's by cool. Yeah, he's a bad boy. But then yeah. he learns to mature, you know, mm-hmm. through Leia. Just you know, like they're Han. both mature through Leia, but... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's ironic. But I feel and, bad and for um, Finn, and I, I know we're talking about like more episode eight now, but like. It's like he he wants to like confess to like Ray because he has feelings for her and we all know that mm-hmm. she doesn't know that but he he tries <laughs> and he always gets I mean, interrupted. The movie or doesn't even know that. <laughs> the movie just forgets about it. Yeah, he gets <laughs> shot down so many times. Maybe that's more episode nine territory, but whatever. But it's I feel bad for him. So <laughs> I was gonna say something Gosh. about this, but I completely forgot. What were we talking about before we got into this fin? Before you started talking about Ray, water pressure? Ray and water pressure, yeah. Force. Uh, how she's she just, a, compared to Anakin. Oh, chosen okay, one? Yes, the chosen one. So she has, like, this movie falls prey to something that I absolutely hate, and it's really prevalent in, like, young adult fantasy novels. And then. The idea is a person or a, a teenager, usually somebody who is like 12 to 14 or 15 years old, gets plucked from their world, from our world, and stuck into a fantasy world, and then that person has to become the savior of that world. Oh, and I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. goal is to be, to fight the evil overlord king who has been king for 10,000 years and has had 10,000 years to become the greatest magic user of all time and the greatest sword fighter of all time. And 14-year-old little Jimmy from down the street in West Side. <laughs> never <laughs> seen a bad day in his life. <laughs> yeah, never seen the, Or maybe he's from Harlem. He's, he lives off the streets. So, yeah, I got some street smarts, boy. Who knows? He does a pickpocket move, move on the bad witch lord. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and beats the crap out of him. Yeah, and then so, like, these stupid kids come into these worlds. And it's like, oh, I'm a, four, I'm a 13-year-old kid. I'm going to save the world. They no, overthrow these, you're like, giant, like, empires and organizations. Yeah, it's stupid. In a fortnight. That's the same thing that happens. <laughs> yeah. They, like, I, they try to establish that Ray's a good fighter or whatever. And I understand what they're trying to do. And I think it works fine just for the sake of, like, Look, movies. Kylo was trained by Snoke. Yeah, which and was Luke. created by yeah, yeah and yeah, Luke can't ignore that. And then he loses to this random chick that never used a lightsaber. The the sword fighting thing I'm okay with. It's the proficiency in the Force that's the problem. Like she can suddenly use Jedi mind tricks even though she's never heard of them before. Yes. Oh my goodness. So she you just know, like now that I keep talking that. about this, I want to put this in B. Yeah, <laughs> the more we talk about it, it seems it's like A New Hope. It's just things seem to happen it's on accident, like out of nowhere. It, like yeah, it just, no it's too convenient for no reason. It's too convenient. It's way too convenient. Like Luke never suddenly like no, got the force the and then time using the force. He sucks at it, but he has to grow. He learns and he becomes really good at it. But Ray, she's just like, yeah, I'm the best force user ever. For no reason no at reason. all. So, and, and being a Palpatine she, is no excuse to just no, naturally know how to do force abilities that we don't even know, you know. We, she doesn't yeah, even know of it. How does she just do it? There's no one to tell her she's the only person in life besides Luke until he dies. Yeah. But like, well, throughout this entire series, we're told over and over again that to become a Jedi Master, become one with the Force, to really use the Force, you have to train since they wouldn't let people become Jedi. One of the problems with letting Anakin become a Jedi was he was too old. And you have to be establish a connection with the Force as a child to grow and to understand how to use it. Otherwise, you risk 
you know, fall into the dark side. And how old was Anakin then? Like 10? 12? Yeah, he was... Yeah, he was 10. Yeah, even though that was too old. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that was too old. And so, in episode 7, this is just like, no, actually, you don't need any training in the Force at all. You can beat a Force user who's been training the intricacies of the Force since he was a child just because you're better for no reason. So, <laughs> like, yeah, just, that is probably the most annoying thing about the movie. Is yeah, it's like, you're the concept. protagonist. I guess you get to be better at the Force. Yeah. And that's, that's it. And it's like, ah. I Welcome don't. to Isekai. <laughs> Basically. So, but I get what I, you're I, saying, take Tyler. the most OP guy from a different world. Here you go. It's like, <laughs> yeah. they want... They want like kids, because it's a kids are the target audience. They want kids yeah. to project themselves onto Ray, and are like, "Wow, I can do anything I put my mind to." I guess if that's like the you know, but the, the problem message, is, but, like, is like know. Ray doesn't really have to work for it. She exactly. just is kind of given the power to be great in the Force. And I'm not talking about her lightsaber duel. The lightsaber duel with Kylo makes sense because Kylo got shot and he's bleeding a lot, and he's injured, and there's not really force use involved in that fight. There is the right. lightsaber trick pull thing, which I don't care about that much. But it makes sense that she's proficient in fighting against him in a lightsaber duel. Like, they establish that she knows how to fight. But what they don't right. establish is the proficiency with the force. That's my problem, is because the entire series, the last six movies, it's established that to become good in the Force, you have to spend years and years and years in training. Luke spends forever learning to use the Force. We, he barely uses a lightsaber between episodes one and two. He often uses a gun, a blaster, because he doesn't know how to use it because he doesn't, he's not very good with the Force. Right. Yeah. But Ray... He, he struggled trying to lift his lightsaber at yeah, times. He he's like... He had a hard time. <laughs> And the only thing he could do in the first movie is go burnt, burnt, and block some shots with a blindfold on his face. And he also, and then by the end of the movie, he was able to shoot a thing, a proton missile, into the hole. But that's it. That's all he could do. He couldn't do Jedi mind tricks. He couldn't pull his lightsaber. He couldn't lift an X-wing out of the swamp. Even after weeks of training with Yoda, he couldn't do it. So, Ray trains with Luke for three days, and suddenly is the best Force user that's ever existed. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> like, so, how? Yeah. Who even knows? Anyway, yeah. Right. I, we've, I've, I've talked myself into a B here. Now that, I, now that you bring that up again, <laughs> right? It, it's like, take away Ray. Every other character, movie. everything about the movie is amazing. Yes, but like, it is. But those things about Ray and like her being too convenient just drops it down a tick. Okay, yeah. let's just move on to, uh, what's it called? Rogue One? Yeah, the community's favorite. No, no. So we just I was gonna. Wrote... I, was, I thought we were gonna do last Jedi, but whatever. Yeah, we're going. Uh, I just throw it in the sea. Slap it in. All right, on. move on. La- yeah, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> okay, we can talk about this movie. If you see? can name name one of the characters in this movie. Jin. Besides Jin or Seth. Um, there's the guy that's like. I'm one with the force. The force will be. Name. I'm one with the force. I'm the force will be. His name. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. But it's... exactly, and that's the only point that we're gonna make because I guarantee you, Harley. We had Gibraltar. These characters from Apex and in, in this show. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> 
They're more hey, brothers! <laughs> by other characters who look like them than they are as themselves. So, oh my gosh! I think it, yeah, I think it was a pretty cool movie, though. Like, it's pretty cool. No, it's fun. It's it's a pretty cool movie. Just the characters and there's. But it's the same no kind of cool like as like Clone Wars cool. Yeah, that's why I'm putting it on C because there's a really cool spectacle. The fight scenes in it are really freaking cool. Like the ending one is awesome with the hammer ship yeah. that slams into the shield. Ah, oh, it's really cool. And Darth Vader's scary in it. Ooh. But other than that, getting to that point, there's no purpose at all, and none mm-hmm. of the characters. Yeah, whatever. Okay, there we go. Community favorite, Last Jedi. <laughs> <sighs> so it's it's a lot of the same points as like the, the force awakens is like great ca- cast of characters ray is meh. um but like i don't know it's like why 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 do people hate this one the most out of like all the shows i think it's fine i think it's okay i think it's not as good as a new hope or empire strikes back but it's not worse than Clone Wars or Rogue One. I think it sits slap dog right in the middle. Is is it okay? So if you say that, like, because people do not like this movie, and is it just because of Ray? I think I, I think a big part of it is the insult. The it seems like a lot of I think a lot of people had problems with how they treated Luke as a character okay. in the movie. Luke seemed like. Luke didn't seem like Luke anymore. Like mm-hmm. he, like, and that's sure. Luke is, you know, his, his, yeah, his opinions <laughs> have changed a little bit of, you know, some things or whatever. But it almost seemed like Luke is just no longer the same character that people have, you know, learned to love from Episode Four, Five, and Six. You know, yeah. it seems like Luke, like he throws away his own lightsaber into into the fire, right? Was it the fire off the, the, the ocean? Throws it in the ocean. He just throws it away. He did, and he also mentions that the lightsaber is the most sacred weapon of the Jedi. He also just throws it away, you know, just like whatever. Um, totally throws it out the window. And then starts talking about how all the Force is just, you know, to ign- basically all the things that he's teaching Rey just doesn't seem like that's not a Jedi way. And he is a Jedi, no matter how he looks at it. He is Jedi. a Jedi. He's the, yeah. He, so he should be teaching these kinds of things that are of the Jedi and not some things of some old hermit that's just abandoning the Force. You he was know, supposed to just, be the Yoda of the series. Yoda Yoda's like a really wise, awesome mm-hmm. figure, you know? And when you, but, when you get into Yoda, he's goofy, he's fun, he's, you know... You'll be in Yoda, being annoying while also being very, very wise, very, very teacher. He's a teacher. We saw Yoda in this episode. Yeah, that was cool. Yoda's kind of apprehensive, but once he, Luke is always apprehensive. He never gets to the point where he's like, "I'm going to train him." He just doesn't (laughs) really get there. I mean, he kind of does at the very end, but only because Yoda comes back and actually does it for him. (laughs) But. Yeah, I, I I think you're right, Eric, where Luke just... Eh. He doesn't seem like the, the character he is, and that yeah. it doesn't make sense. And ironically, a lot of Episode Nine is trying to fix the mistakes of what Episode Eight went, uh, yeah. you know, declared or made happen. You know? So where, you, where, you, where do you put... I know you don't like the sequel. 
I do not like the sequels that much, but I would, I mean, I would put episode eight probably under C. Yeah, that's right. That's me though. Okay. I would put it under C, but yeah. It, it, like yeah, the whole movie, opinion. it's basically they're evacuating from one base to another. Yeah. They're, they're, and literally like most of the movie, they're in between and they got to send Poe and, and, and Rose. And they, no, not Poe. I'm sorry. Finn and Finn Rose and to some other planet that were like, okay, this planet is useless to go get some Key Smith, whatever, whatever yeah. hacker voice guy. That all happens for no reason. We do get some development with uh, with Poe, sorry, and then um, Leia dies or not dies, she baits us. Yeah, we get too baited. <laughs> and then we get like the Battle of Hoth 2.0. So it's oh, like it's, yeah. they're trying to like 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 show us like, hey, look, remember this scene? Oh, guess what we're doing? Oh, look, yeah. walkers. Oh, guess what we're doing? Digital cables though, but. It's no like cables. they're trying to like <laughs> take the Empire Strikes Back and like reflect it into this show, but it's like I don't know. It's 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 you can't do it twice, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't, can't do, do it twice. twice. I yeah, I I agree. I was gonna put it in B, but I talked me into a C now. So, <laughs> but I I I do have a different opinion for nine though. So. When we get there. So, <laughs> so, I will say, in episode eight, before we move on, okay. um, the entire plot line with Poe, Finn, and Rose, where he sends them off to the casino planet, had no purpose whatsoever, because there was absolutely no reason that purple lady, purple-haired lady could not have just shared her plan. What purpose did she have in not telling people what her plan was? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. There's no reason where she can't be like, even if she doesn't want to tell other people, she can pull so like, hey, Poe, come here. By the way, I have a plan. This is what it is. So if you want to keep it on the down low, that's fine. But you don't need to do any crazy antics because this is a plan. Whereas, because Poe the whole time is only acting out because he thinks... That there is no plan. Yeah, that yeah, the, the plan is to die. just give up. Sit there and just let themselves be yes. shot down. And yeah. so all this lady had to do was say, hey, Poe, there's a plan. This is what it is. There's no need for secrecy. So, or half yeah. that movie happens. I do him. agree. I do agree <laughs> with that, too. So, yeah, okay. another point of keeping it in seat. Right. Solo. <laughs> Solo. I thought this movie was pretty fun. I, I did, too. I love this movie. I, it, no one watched it. I think I was the only person. I at the it. time, I, I believe the it. only three people that watched Solo. Maybe, maybe five people. Well, we got that... Okay, one of the biggest things we got that tease of like Darth Maul, and like we even to this day like we haven't even like seen anything happen with that, or talk of it's gonna happen. I'm a little lost on the exact like timeline in which Maul is in this movie, only because Maul is in, in Star Wars Rebels, which is after, which is before Episode Four. Oh yeah, he got brought back. I don't know where Solo is exactly, because Darth Maul is in Clone Wars. And he's supposed in you know Sidious almost kills him or whatever, but you know he's alive in Star Wars Rebels, which is around the timeline of Solo. So I don't know exactly where Solo is on the timeline of Rebels. So it's somewhere in between. If more than that, like thirty years. I'm assuming that is before Rebels. 
does Lucasfilms and like Disney do they treat like the cinematic movies the same as like these extra like animated series? And they're stuff? in the same. They're in the same canon. Like the, yes, the whole series. They're in the same universe. So right. They, so if something happens in the animated series, it <laughs> it's can, it them. will affect the future movies. Like it's they also are. They're the just as much. They have yeah, a, enough legitimacy. Mm-hmm. Okay. But so, I like Solo. I think as if you take out Star Wars, so any of these movies, if you take Star Wars out of them, a lot of them don't make any sense or they're dumb. But I think mm-hmm. Solo, if you take Star Wars out of it, I think out of all of these films, for the majority of them, it stands on its own the best. <laughs> like if that. you take take out Han Solo, it becomes a it becomes a pretty average fun heist movie. About a criminal trying to escape, you know, like a a good guy criminal, kind of anti-hero kind of thing, where he's like trying to subvert the government and live his own life against an without an oppressive rule over him, while he's also getting double crossed by like four different people at the same time. So it's got a lot of intrigue in it and stuff. So I think, as as a standalone film without Star Wars, I think it's kind of the the best regular movie out of all of them. Yeah, because it doesn't have the Jedi stuff. It doesn't have any of that stuff in it. It's just its own thing, and I think that's why it kind of failed because it wasn't really Star Wars, mm-hmm. and they it's tried to Star do Wars with the Mandalorian. Yeah, movie. <laughs> the Mandalorian right. succeeds where Solo's failed. So they have the same kind of idea. Let's present the underworld of Star Wars in a different light. You know, let's explore this world of Star Wars where Solo tried to do that. And then you know didn't click it there, and then the Mandalorian does it, and people love it. So I like it a lot. I'm I, me, I, I put it at A. Just it's fun to watch, and I like the characters in it. It's fun. You see a lot, <laughs> a lot of origins. You see, yeah, Han and Chewie, Lando, how the relationship happens, knowing Falcon, the freaking parsecs or whatever, <laughs> Castle Rod, the castle, whatever, yeah. It's good. It's good. It's like it's understandable. I can understand how it'd be under A. Yeah, it's it's a really fun movie, and like I said, it stands on its own. If no other Star Wars movie existed, and this is the only one, it would be the one that made the most sense. Uh-huh. It's its own thing. Com- complete story, complete everything. The world is established well, so yeah, it's nice. All right. Last but not least. This one, episode Rise nine, of Skywalker. Yep. Yes, a lot of people hate this movie. Really? <coughs> yeah. Is it because like the Return of Palpatine and it's just a lot of wacky uh, there's things. a lot of thing a lot a lot of things kind of just the Sith locator thingamajiggies and this is a wacky film. I love it. I absolutely love I, how wacky it is. <laughs> I personally, I personally, personally would put it under A. Yeah, me too. I would I'm put it under A. I like the movie um, quite a bit. In my opinion, I think it's the best one out of the three sequels. Um, it's the most rewatchable for me as well. I have there been... are some parts where I'm just like racking my brain, and then there was one scene that pissed me off. But besides that... Was it when Poe and Finn didn't kiss? No. No, it's when someone <laughs> Ironically, else Ironically, it was when the other two kissed. <laughs> that, that is that what kissed me. me. I laugh at this a weird. It didn't make sense to it me. It did not. It, did it not. seemed out of nowhere. I'm like... If oh. there was chemistry, maybe. 
I would have been more inclined for the Poe Finn kiss. Yeah, that was this that, kiss. Made, that, that, made, that would have been that more, would have made sense. more sense. <laughs> I would have still been like, oh, okay, well, I guess this is happening. But at least it would make more sense than this kiss. It would like, make what more is sense. happening here? <laughs> Poe wanted to get some all, all that whole episode, but <laughs> that one girl kept rejecting him. But then, like, Ray and Kylo, they're like at each other's throats, so last two movies and then they're like yo you're pretty cute (laughs) (laughs) this like i said this movie's wacky i love how wacky it is it's so Mm -hmm. fun like just getting all this like crazy star wars lore with the the like sith tracker and the weird sith stuff that's in like the legends that you get into like you don't really see that kind of wacky stuff in star wars movies but now we got it or all this like create like we got the sith the vibro knife or whatever it is with the etchings on it to figure out where it is in the dead, the downed star destroyer. C-3PO can read it, but he can't speak it. Yeah, and then he turns into the evil Sith-3PO. 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 Yeah. That's funny. And you get the little rat guy that mocks C-3PO. This movie's so fun. It is definitely a fun movie to watch. Oh, yeah, it's great. That's why I love it. I don't care any... Like I said, most of these movies, they're not great in the first place, but as, as movies themselves. But if you're just watching it for pure entertainment value, I'm like, this, this is going to get you there. <laughs> I, I, I'm putting it at B because yeah. it's the same as like episode three where it's like, yeah, it's entertaining, but there's still a lot of things that are holding it back. Like, I don't yeah. like the convenient things Ray can do with like Sith lightning, with lightning and then um, the yeah. force heal. And then the I don't weird, really understand. I don't like why. the kiss. I don't understand why Sith Lightning came out. Actually, it's technically not Sith Lightning. That's just Force Lightning. But yeah, whatever. Uh, but but yeah, I don't exactly understand why Force Lightning came out. The reason because she's a like, Palpatine she, and Emperor Palpatine yeah, but, is Force Lightning. That's that's it. That's the reason. There's I know no that that's the re- I know that's the reasoning why <laughs> that happened. But that does not make sense why that happened. That's why I'm. It's, that's why it's confusing. It's a force. Lightning should only come out when undergoing pa- when going undergoing some sort of mental passion. So she was not feeling. I, I guess she could have felt that way. Do you have to, to have passion, doing. or do you have to be feeling passion in the moment? You have to be feeling some sort of passion at the moment. And I guess if she felt that kind of like you know the passion to save Chewie. I guess maybe that makes sense, and then it's a weird emotion to feel, though. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. That one moment, it's a weird emotion. It really seemed very fitting. Um, but yeah, so no. But that bait, you're like, she just killed Chewie. I remember looking at Eric, I'm like, I hate. Yeah, we looked at each other. We were like, I hate this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Killed Chewie. He killed Chewie. He's been in every movie, basically. He's been in almost every single movie so far. And then we, she killed him. And I was, we were looking at each I other. Was we're so like, I was so mad. I can't believe he's dead. And then literally like two minutes later in a separate scene, he's captured and not dead. And I was like, wow, that was a hard debate. <laughs> it was. It was a big one. Oh, the, the whole movie is a big bait. Like, it come is on. The whole, it is. The movie yeah. turns into Star Wars Endgame at the end where all the good guys get teleported in and like, the power of friendship. Friendship overrules the day, 
where everybody everybody comes together to fight the one big bad guy battle. Everyone because, wants to sacrifice himself. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the Disney movie formula for Boom. ending franchises now is just bringing everybody together in one So big they can all battle. die together. <laughs> and like you get everybody that was throughout the series coming back. You've got Admiral Akbar, you've got I, I don't know, he's probably not, but... It's a trap! Freaking... <laughs> this Force Ghosts are all over the place. Every single Force Ghost that's ever existed is there. Han Solo's there for some reason, and then he comes back <laughs> to life. You've got... <laughs> freaking young Han Solo's there. You've got Woody Harrelson's back. Um, Hayden Christensen's in there. You, Padme you shows up. Old Obi-Wan's there, I guess, maybe. Who knows? Jean Ursa, throw her in there. All the guys <laughs> from that movie, throw them in there, too. I really um, wish that we that did get Force Ghosts. In. He's in there too. <laughs> I really wish we did get Force Ghosts of the people that like built up Ray to beat Palpatine at the end. Yeah, that I do cool kind of wish they would. Yeah, it would have been cool to see those actors and we got Sith Ghosts. Stuff, but it reminds me of like a Naruto clash. It's like Naruto. <laughs> he's like he's or you know locked in Rasengan right now, and then he's like thinking to himself of like how he oh, got to this yeah. moment. And he sees Jiraiya and his dad, <laughs> and he sees Sakura and Sasuke. Yeah, Aruka Sensei. Like, help, they're helping his Rasengan get stronger. They're so corny. Yeah, that's what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted this. I wanted this repel lightning, and then all these people are like, Palpatine's <laughs> using Chidori right now, and Ray's like, "No, you." <laughs> and all the ghosts are behind her, just. <laughs> and then there's Samuel L. Jackson just going. He's, he's too dangerous, dangerous to be left alive. <laughs> and oh then he gosh. dies. <laughs> that, yeah, I told Eric that. I was like, yo, everyone's coming in. It's like, use the force and all that. And I wanted freaking Mace to say, he's too dangerous to be left alive. <laughs> it's just perfect because it's Sidious. It's the same guy that he I says know. it about in a free and he's just like I told you he'd be a problem <laughs> we Literally. could just kill him from the bat if, we? If, and if, they, if Mace wasn't a big dick to Anakin in episode 3 we would not have other episodes because Mace would have killed him right then and there right there Mace is just like alright movie's over Star Wars should have ended <laughs> they're done boom Oh my Problem solved. It's, it's a dangerous to be left alive, Anakin. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, go ahead, kill. Him. Yeah, yeah. You know why he was right. <laughs> he was but so is Anakin. Right. He he said he needs him because he's the only one who will help him. And, uh, Maybe that's what you get me. will learn force time travel and go back in time and prevent it all from happening. So I they're gonna do like X Men, like Days of Future yeah, Past. Gonna, yeah. They're Star Wars. So ten. Stars of Future Past. Star Wars. Yep. Retcons all the way time, to episode one. Just kill Anakin. That's it. <laughs> you can't do that because they Anakin established that you can't just go shrink. back in time in in Endgame and kill baby Anakin. Oh, it's not. Star it Wars doesn't work like that. The same Avengers then it makes a new. Yeah, it it's in the universe. universe. It's in a galaxy far, far away. Okay, okay, okay. So it's so in our universe, universe, but it's just far away. <laughs> huh. All right, I get that now. <laughs> it says in a galaxy, not in a universe. <laughs> in the galaxy Disney owns both. True. They could very easily it? just mix the two That's franchises true. into one and big... And Avengers does Why have don't a they plethora already? of space magic inside of it as well. I can... Yep. You heard it here today, folks. Avengers <laughs> and Star Wars are in the same cinematic universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to meet one day in the middle. 
You'll see. The the day that happens, holy crap. They snapped the fingers and that's when that's when Sidious died. It was the same time. Maybe that's why maybe that's why um Luke dies. He disappears because Thanos snapped at that time and Luke disappeared. Oof. He was the only one in that in that galaxy to, to disappear. He, was, he, was he just got very unlucky. He was very unlucky. <laughs> F's in the chat for Luke. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay, it looks so, clearly we're tired. But, um, oh, yeah, I'm dying. So here's our list. Um, leave, leave a like if you like it. Dislike if you like it. Or wait, I don't know. Do if, whatever you want. If, if you think you can do a better one, make your own list, okay? Yeah, make your own list. Make it two hours long. I will watch the thing. Yeah, and I will, I will tell you that you're wrong if it's not exactly the same as ours. <laughs> all right, because we are experts on all things Star Wars and anime. Complete experts. Because we know a bit of everything. Is dedicated to Star Wars and anime. I've got Where, a, where's your Lego Star Wars on your wall? If you don't have Lego Star Wars, then I don't have it. I don't have it put away. Ah, oh, dang it. My Star Wars book is being used as a monitor stand, so that's how Good Star Wars I am, man. I Star Wars. <laughs> All right, so thanks for tuning in. If you're still here, wow, good job on you. Let us know you're here with a like. <laughs> okay, <laughs> see you later. Peace.